The blast from our past network. Hello and welcome to the Blast from Our Past podcast. We have the podcast that gives you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. I'm Adam. And I'm Avery. Hey. Hello, Avery. Hi. So today we have a very special guest, uh, someone who actually we've not, I've not mentioned his name ever before on this podcast, yep. um, but this is my son, Avery. Avery, say hi. Hi. And I'm going to let Avery tell us why we are talking our top 10 Weird Al songs today. So uh, I like Weird Al and like. Weird Al is cool, so we're going to do top 10 Weird Al Yank Quick songs of all time. And what did you have to do to make this episode happen? Mm. Well, I had to call Adam, ask him if we could do it. Mm-hmm. Not just that. You gave me uh, some stipulations. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Which, which were? Uh, he can swear, and it was all, it was all of, like, all time. Yep. So we're, we're doing our top 10 Weird Al songs. We're, we're going to cover all Weird Al songs, regardless of year. Um, because honestly, Weird Al transcends generations. He does. You know, what's nostalgic for Avery might not be nostalgic for us because he's younger. And so that, that time, and also Weird Al has mentioned that he's probably not going to be doing another studio album. He might change his mind, of course, but he has, he has been on record saying that he mandatory fun was going to be his last one. And so it's like, well, why just wait with, you know, why just do before that? Let's get them all in there. If we're going to do Weird Al, we're going to do him right. Yep. And then the other stipulation was, of course, that uh, Adam. <laughs> that's could way. Not this is gonna be a way tougher one. Yeah, Man, that's that's gonna be. This is this is this is the podcast you have been on our trivia podcast, Avery, because I have to bite my tongue on that one. Um, but not on this one. Here, I let the expletives fly, but not today, sir, uh, because I respect you as my nephew. I am going to be uh, the good uncle and you know keep things nice and family friendly today. And I think he wanted to be able to maybe share this episode with some friends or family members that sure. uh, otherwise Just, probably wouldn't have wanted to to hear our, you know, potty mouth uh, podcast. <laughs> Understand. Just let them know that uh, other episodes of this of the show have the little E for a reason on yep. their podcast catcher. So uh, Weird Al is not a new topic for us here <laughs> at Blast From Our Past. He's probably now the officially most played music uh on the show yep uh we've uh we've done two album reviews did we do uhf or was that the other that was the other oh no 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 blast from our past we had um did we not do that one with beard al no we did not do you we we talked to uhf on beard al you're right that's right so if you want to go to the beard al podcast you can hear us talking about uhf um but even even so he's probably the most talked about artist uh, at least on our podcast. So, of course, uh, eventually we're going to do a top 10 Weird Al. Uh, this was Avery's suggestion. And I know, he, I know he's a big fan because back in June, I took him to his first live concert, which was uh, Weird Al on his the second round of the ill-advised vanity. There's a very long title. It's basically just him doing originals. It was the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent ill-advised vanity tour. <laughs> and you know that because you were you're currently wearing the uh the tour the tour hoodie that he got while we were at the concert. 
Uh, Adam, you've seen Weird Al live too, haven't you? I have twice. I saw him in uh, Orange County, California, and then I again saw him uh, at Chastain here in, uh, in the Atlanta area. Was he doing mostly originals then, or was he, was he doing all of his uh, his parodies and such? Uh, he was doing parodies as well. So yeah, that first one was the Alpocalypse uh, tour, so it was not long after Alpocalypse came out. And this other one uh, was, again, a kind of mishmash of he was doing all his, his parodies as well as um, his original stuff. Uh, I hope someday to maybe see him do some parodies. I know he's getting up there in age, and then I, I from what I understand... Uh, the shows that he did with his parodies were a very big production, a lot of they costume are. changes and stuff like that. So I could understand how maybe he wants to take a break from that because on the show we sure. saw him at, literally the entire band was just sitting down. Like oh, they okay. they had some chairs where you know Al sat on like a on like a stool, and saying which was fine because it was a it was an intimate venue. He was doing originals. It was it was a nice uh, a nice little intimate concert. And for people who have seen him before, I mean, I bet it's a nice little change because. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, when I saw him, yes, it was awesome. He, you know, did these changes. He brought out a big blow up fat suit for fat. You know, he would dress in different things. There's one time he basically just kind of climbed through all of the, the people just like singing and like stepping <laughs> over all the seats. Like it, it was a blast. But you know what? In a smaller venue, a nice little um, intimate time uh, with Weird Al would be amazing. All right. Well, I'm ready to jump into my top 10 list. Gentlemen? I am. Very All excited right. for this. All right. Well, let's get started. Uh, let's. I will start everything off. We will just go me and then Adam, and then we'll let Avery have the last word on this one. So I will start off with my number 10, and I have a cop-out answer and a real answer for my number 10. Uh, my cop-out answer is all of the Poke Medleys. Um, and I, I really don't, I would really be hard pressed to, to pick a favorite, um, because that's one of my favorite things on every album he does. I think all but like two albums have some kind of polka medley on it. Um, it's one of the things I always looked for when I, when he released a new album. Oh, what were the songs he included in the medleys? It's one of my favorite ones. I decided I'm going to pick one just for the sake of having one to pick. And I'm actually going to go with the Hamilton polka. We're outgunned, what? outmanned, what? outnumbered, outplanned. We got to make an all-out stand. And yo, I'm going to need a right-hand man. Hey! Hamilton, sir, he knows what to do in a transient new with a fluent French. I mean, Hamilton, so you're going to have to use him eventually. What's he going to do on the bench? I mean, Hamilton, no one has more resilience or matches my practical tactical brilliance. Hamilton, you want to fight for your land back? Hamilton, I need my right-hand man back. Hamilton, I'll get your right-hand man back. As my number ten, yeah, he um, did, didn't he put that out as a single on its own, or was he, it? He put yeah. that out on a single just a few years ago. I think mm-hmm. 2019, maybe early 2020. I can't remember. You know, all the medleys are good because they're just incorporating whatever's popular. Obviously, Hamilton was was popular in that time. But if you really go and listen to it, every medley he does, I feel like he gets better because he grows as a musician. His medleys get better. In that one, the impressive thing is he's doing all of this rapping that they did on Hamilton, Mm -hmm. but he's doing it in five-part harmony. And so it really adds a dimension to what was already a very cool and impressive musical so for my t- number 10 i'm gonna go with hamilton polka yeah not on my list not on my list i i figured and really my number 10 answer is all the medleys and none of the medleys are on my list <laughs> i 
and I figured that they probably wouldn't get on anyone's list, but I wanted to pay homage to them because they're one of my yeah. favorite things that he does. And I'm I'm very glad you did because a lot of people be like, oh, the real Weird Al fans, you know, love the Pokas. And yes, I respect the Pokas, but they're none mm-hmm. of them are my favorite songs. And, right. I, and I'm very glad that you did put them on there and also being like the, you know, the music buff out of all three of us. Um, I think it makes sense. Uh, and so you respect, you know, his his styling and he 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 is the most famous polka person on the planet. And so mm-hmm. actively mm-hmm. calling out his polkas is a really good call. So I like that. Adam, what is your number 10? My number 10 is uh, wonderful. It's a parody song and it's actually his most popular parody song of all time. It's white and nerdy. Higher on my list. Higher on my oh. list. OK. All right. Avery, your number 10. Uh, my number 10 is trigger happy. Got an AK-47, well you know it makes me feel alright Got an Uzi by my pillow, helps me sleep a little better at night There's no feeling any greater than to shoot first and ask questions later Now I'm trigger happy, trigger happy every day Well you can't take my guns away, I got Not on my list Happy. Not on my list, yeah. but good song. Yeah. So why do you like that song? Well, I just it has like it's like a style parody of like the Beach Boys, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And like I just like 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 how it sounds, like the tone of it is like really catchy. And one of my favorite lines in the song is that is I feel I feel that kitty cat's so full of lead, we'll have to use him for a pencil instead. It's really funny because <laughs> it's two separate things. Mm-hmm. So I'm number ten. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. It's a good one. Uh, all right, uh, number nine. I think I I might expect number nine to show up uh, higher on Avery's list, so I won't say too much. My number nine is your horoscope for today. Higher on my list. Yeah, higher higher on my list. Okay. All right. Uh, Adam, your number nine. All right, my number nine is a holiday classic. Because it gets so dark, and I love it, and I love Weird Al dark humor. You'll see that in a lot of my uh, list here. My number nine is The Night Santa Went Crazy. Higher on my list. It's not on my list. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Avery, then you're number nine. My number nine is White and Dirty. Okay. Okay. Well, that's still higher on my list, so we'll push that farther along. Uh, All right. Number eight. For the longest time, I thought my number eight was an original. It was only recently that I found out it was actually a parody of an R. Kelly song. Uh, my number eight is Trapped in the Drive-Thru. Higher on my list. Not on my list, but I I did not know it was a parody for a while. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, I'm starting to think that we all have very similar styles when it comes, <laughs> it <laughs> when it comes to Weird Al. It does seem like that. Uh, uh, where are we at? My number Adam, eight, I think. Eight. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and my, my number eight was just mentioned by John, but it's also on Avery's list, so we're not sure where to land. My number eight is your horoscope for today. That is also my number eight. The look on your face will be priceless when you find that 40-pound watermelon in your colon. Trade toothbrushes with an albino dwarf and give a hickey to Meryl Streep. You will never find true happiness. What you gonna do? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's your 
Hey, hey, so we all have it. You know, in the yeah. top ten, eight and nine area. It's a great, yeah. great yeah. song. Uh, I that's actually one that I would say Avery has gotten me more into because I knew that he liked it, and so he would make me listen to it. And the more I listened to it, the more I got into it. I know that was the. I believe you said that was was that the one song that he didn't play that you wanted to hear. Oh no, no, there was a different one. Yeah, he did play di- your horoscope in, in the yeah, concert. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. Nice. Because I, I remember you going crazy when it started. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> See, that's he was crazy. so happy. In in the concerts that I went to, he didn't play your horoscope for today. He didn't play some of these awesome originals that I do love, and so that's I like yeah. that that you got some of that. I kind of wish uh, having look, you know, obviously hindsight is twenty twenty. I kind of found out that. He didn't actually, in this particular concert that we saw the tour, he didn't actually play the same songs every night. Oh, so if you went and saw them two nights in a row, you probably were heard of a lot of different songs. I almost wish we had gotten tickets for two nights in a row. I did Because chances are we probably would have heard some of the other ones that we didn't get to hear Yeah, uh, that we would have loved. Yeah, um, but your horoscope for today was on Running With Scissors. Um, yeah. And it's just one of those songs, it sounds very happy, but you listen to the lyrics and it's just... It's crazy. There's a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of that violence or dark humor that he does. Um, I want to throw in some of the better ones. Well, one, I'll start with ours. Well, Avery, you're a Scorpio. uh, And for yours, he says, get ready for an unexpected trip when you fall screaming from an open window. Uh, work, yeah. <laughs> work a little bit harder on improving your so your low self-esteem, you stupid freak. <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> for John and I, uh, all your friends are laughing behind your back. <laughs> Take down all those <laughs> naked pictures of Ernest Borgnine you've got hanging in your den. How did he know? How did he know I've got them? I don't know. I've got it right next to my airwolf poster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, my favorite one, though, is probably Virgo, which is all Virgos are extremely friendly and intelligent, except for you. Uh, expect a big <laughs> surprise today when you wind up with your head impaled upon a stake. That's your horoscope yeah, for today. today. It's it also is catchy, man. Yeah, it's just, it's very it moves, catchy. It has a good fast uh, tempo to it. It's just a fun feel of a song, and that's yeah. I think in addition to it, and I think nowadays, I think he's getting a lot more recognition than maybe he did in his early part of his career. He's getting recognition for how good of a melody writer he is, mm-hmm. and how good of a a craftsman of crafting the actual like aural part of the song not just the not just the written word because yes he's very good at that too with with writing you know really crazy things and really funny things but creating these songs with catchy melodies and harmonies and and structure and style parodies and all that stuff just i i cannot speak highly enough about how much of a master musician i really feel this guy is yeah master musician master lyricist master comedian Mm -hmm. you guys get it all uh, where are we? Number seven now. Ah, number yeah. seven. Okay. Uh, my number seven was Adam's, I believe, number nine, The Night Santa Went Crazy. From his beard to his boots, he was covered with ammo, like a big fat drunk disgruntled yuletide rambo, and he smiled as he said, with a twinkle in his eye, Merry Christmas to all, now you're all gonna die. The Okay, and that's not, not on Avery's list. Not right. on my list. Yeah, not yeah. on Avery's list. Yeah. 
I love a good Christmas song. <laughs> sure. It's got to be, but it's got to be a good Christmas song. And this is a good Christmas song. A Christmas it song is. almost made my list, but it wasn't uh, what this about, one. What is it, Ground Zero? Yeah, it almost sure. made my list. It Sorry, just a spoiler alert if, if that's on anybody else's list. But uh, to me, I mean, Christmas at Ground Zero is good. The Night Santa went crazy is really good. <laughs> like, yeah, the dark humor is just top tier Weird Al dark humor. The violent imagery of Santa, who who we all know Santa. He's this jolly, mythical, super kind of character. And just the idea of him going on a nutso postal killing spree is it's wild. It's hilarious. Uh, the song was released as a single in 96, and it actually hit number 35 on the Billboard's uh, uh, holiday digital uh, digital on Billboard's holiday digital track chart chart. So it, it charted a little bit for him, too. And so it's pretty this cool. was this was on was this on even worse? Or uh, Bad Hair Day. Bad, Bad Hair Day. Day. I knew it was one of the yeah. ones that we covered. Yeah, it was on Bad yeah. Hair Day. Um, yes. on the yeah, we, we talked about that one with uh, Jody. Uh, yeah. Yep. With uh, Jody Sellers of the Sellers Law Firm. Uh, so. All right. Also, I do want to mention, yes. though, on the best of, not on Bad Hair Day, but on the essential Weird Al that people mm-hmm. can get, I think it's also, you can also download this version. There's an extra gory virgi- version of the song that's got an extra um, verse in there. And in that version, uh, Vixen and Donner um, are not mentioned, basically, about, about their fate, kind of leaving it ambiguous about what happened to them. And Santa is killed by a member of a SWAT team, and the elves have to file for unemployment benefits. So they added even some more extra stuff for that that, song. That's the version I'm actually more familiar with. Sure. Yeah, I am too. Uh, All right, Adam, your number seven, I think? Seven. Yeah. Yeah. My number seven uh, was also on an album that you and I had talked about previously, and I kind of forgot how good the song was until we did a review, and both of us were like, Oh wow! Like this is not like a main single song, but this is a great Weird Al song. Again, awesome dark humor. My number seven is "Good Old Days." Higher on my list. Not okay. on my list. All right, uh, Avery, your number seven. Uh, my number seven is "Melanie." Higher uh, on my list. Oh, not on my list. Uh, all right, back around to number six. I'm not going to say anything because I know this has got to be higher, at least on Avery's list. Uh, my number six is Frank's 2000 inch TV. That is my number six. Oh, oh all right. Hey. Not no, that on works. my list. Everyone, I still remember when that delivery truck came down our block. What a lucky guy. I hear he got the last one in stock. And the neighbors are just Uh, we were we were listening it to today. Actually, we got in the car. Both uh, both my kids are doing the school of rock thing, and they had their little rock and roll class today. Mm-hmm. And we got in the car, and not even Avery, but my daughter wanted to listen to Weird Al, so we threw that on. And this was one of the songs that came on because I just threw it on random, and uh, it just kind of solidified to me that this was going to be a good spot for the list. Um, was this on Alapalooza? No. Ooh, yes, think, it was. It was an yeah, I think so. Okay. Yep. I remember this one f- specifically from Adam. You had the cassette tape. I did of Alpalooza, and I would periodically borrow it. Usually, what would happen is we'd go to bed uh, because 
we we were we were not rich enough growing up that Adam and I had separate bedrooms. We had to share a room because we were the two boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a Sony Walkman, and I would take tapes, and sometimes I would just listen to tapes as I was falling asleep. And that would be one of the ones that I would borrow from Adam. The other one was uh, Clint Black, and I never admitted yeah. to listening to. <laughs> <laughs> but we, now, we talked about him on the podcast. We both we loved did. that album. It was a great album. And uh, the, Frank's 2000 Inch TV was just one of the ones I really loved. It was really funny. The whole reference okay. to uh, Robert De Niro's mole being 10 feet mm-hmm. wide is <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Uh, the concept of it is really cool to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's catchy. I like that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and it, it, Absolutely. One of, the, one of the things I like is that you can, that he says that you could watch The Simpsons from like 30 yards. 30 blocks. 30 blocks mm-hmm. away. Yeah. So basically, if you want it to be normal sized, you just have to go back and back and back. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you go up close, you have to like bend your neck up to like watch it all. But yeah. Very cool. It's very catchy. All right. Uh, Adam, your number six? Uh, my number six was mentioned by John. I can't remember if Avery said it was on his list as well. It's Trapped in the drive through Not on my list. Okay. Okay. And I say I don't know. Say it's getting late. What you want to do for dinner? She says I kind of had a big lunch, so I'm not super hungry. I said, well, you know, baby, I'm not starving either, but I could eat. She said, so what do you have in mind? I said, I don't know what about you. She says, I don't care if you're hungry, let's eat. I said, that's what we're going to do. But first, you got to tell me what it is you're hungry for. And she says, let me think what's left in our refrigerator. I said, well, there's tuna, I know. She said that went bad a week ago. I said, is the chili okay? She said, you finished that yesterday. I hopped up and said, I don't know. Do you want to get something delivered? So uh, it was on Straight Outta Linwood. And um, yeah, I mean, some one, it's one of those Weird Al Journey songs. Absolutely. Like you're taking on a journey yeah. for this one. And yeah, as you already mentioned, it was uh, a parody of Trapped in the Closet by R. Kelly. And one of the things that I think is particularly interesting about this song is basically what he normally does is he takes a normal song and he makes lyrics that's more bizarre or crazier than they already are. Mm-hmm. But have you, if you've never listened, I don't recommend Avery, but John, if you've <laughs> ever listened to trapped in the closet, that story is nutso. <laughs> it's already <laughs> crazy. I expect so in- nothing less from R. Kelly. Exactly. And so what did Weird Al do? Instead, he turned it into a, a dramatic story. retelling of one of the most mundane and banal things Weird right. Al could even think of, which is basically a couple going out and getting dinner from a fast food place. Yeah. <laughs> that was, but it's still such a fun ride you're taking on. Yeah. In fact, in the music video, like I'm pretty sure like the, the restaurant is called The drive Through. I like that music. It's an all animated music video. I highly recommend that one. I think it's a really uh, uh, good one. You know, one of those fun ones. Yeah. I when I bought, I got straight out of Linwood um, online, mm-hmm. and when you bought it online, you could it came with all of the music videos. Nice digitally. So that one had a had a uh, kind of a re resurgence life this year on TikTok because the 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 clip where he goes, he looks at me. And I look at him. Look to him. And he looks at me. Look to me. Yeah. And I looked. Uh, that particular clip of, of that audio um, was used very, very frequently uh, on on TikTok. Nice. So that was it. Was kind of nice to see, uh, I, I, not only just a Weird Al song, but kind of an obscure 
Weird Al song. Yeah, um, it is being I mean, used yeah. in pop culture. I mean, because not people, not often people want to listen to like a nine minute song or however long it is. Right. Um, but it is. It's fun. Yeah. You're just getting it to just just ridiculously long. And the thing stuff. is, is the absurdness of how mundane it is, yes. <laughs> is what makes it funny. Yep. And is what makes it enjoyable to listen to. And honestly, <clears throat> in a lot of these journey songs, and this may or may not be the last one I talk about, that's kind of a journey song. Mm-hmm. When Even though you're like, you know, you're like nine minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is. When it's done, I don't know about you. I'm like, wait, that's it. Mm. I need more. I'm so invested at that point yeah. that I need more. Sure. But what happened when he found out that they didn't put any onions on the exactly. hamburger? Exactly. They forgot the onions. And what uh, a, one, what a great one, way to end that song too. It I is. Think. It is exactly. I agree. I agree. All that build up. Um, one little fun fact. I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, so there is that portion where he the guy flips on the radio and uh-huh. uh, the Led Zeppelin song song black dog plays yeah so um actually apparently what they did that's not the recording from led zeppelin it's weird al yankovic's band playing Mm -hmm. black dog and so i mean that way they don't have to pay for the because when you have music rights there are two different music rights written rights and recording rights right um basically like the, the if you have a song and recorded somebody can play that song that you recorded But you also have to pay for that and the written rights. Basically, this way they just had to play for the pay for the written rights, and then they played it because they're all extremely talented musicians and have to play every type of music there is anyway. Um, but it sounds just like Zeppelin. So yeah, and I I've always, I've had friends and and other people who wanted to use either in like short films or podcasts or something like that. And they're like, oh, I want to use this piece of classical music because the classical because it's in the the. Uh, the uh the public domain domain, and i have to remind them i was like okay yes the piece of music is in the public domain but the recording you're using uh is owned by whoever produced that particular recording so they can still sue you if you don't get permission to use that particular recording unless you want to hire an orchestra and record it yourself Uh (laughs) then you're you're gonna have to pay for it so yeah that's a that's a good thing to bring up uh all right what are are we on avery we're on your number number six yeah Wait, number six? I thought we were on number five. Uh, no, I just no? did my number six. My trapped in the drive-thru. Yeah. My number six was Frank's 2,000-inch TV. Oh, that's right, because we talked about it. You're yeah. right. So, that, oh. he, said it, he said it was. He did say that was also oh. his six. Cause Wait, we had you said, yeah, he said, yeah, 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 so we got jumbled up. Yep. Okay, so now we are on number five. Number five. Uh, my number five was already mentioned, and it was white and dirty. That was my number nine. Okay. And that was my number ten. They see me my front lawn. I'm a champion of D&D MC Escher, that's my favorite MC Keep your 40 out, just have an Earl Grey tea My rims never spin To the contrary You'll find that they're quite stationary All of my action figures Okay, alright, alright, cool So we can talk about it Um, This is a masterful parody, I think And one, I've heard him talk about it And he kind of said that when he finally He knew that he wanted to do that Camille, uh, 
Chameleonaire? Is that what it's called? Chameleonaire? I think his name is Chameleonaire. I think Chameleonaire, whatever. That way. Um, That's how I do. I don't when know. He, when he knew that he wanted to do it, he was trying to think of something. As soon as he came up with white and nerdy, he was like, I didn't have to do any research. He's like, I just listed all of the things that I, I liked or knew or like people that were like me that did or knew. Yeah. And and he, he just threw it in. Yeah. I think I think a reason all three of us like it is because we all relate to Absolutely. this song. Like very, you know, I, I eat all my sandwiches with mayonnaise. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I can play D&D for days and all this kind of stuff. Or, you know, we're all very nerdy people. And I am whiter than white. sour cream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it just it felt like he wrote this song for for this fan base, you know, that is yep. us. Probably one of his most one not his most one of his more popular music videos oh. as well. Yes, and actually it has the most hits on YouTube than any of his other music videos. Okay, currently as of our recording, one hundred and sixty-two really? million. So it is yeah. his most popular uh, music video. At least but also, like he, um, you know, at this point, Weird Al was well known. The uh, yeah. you know the Weird Al bump, whatever it was they sure call it. <laughs> so he get at this point he could get a bunch of his friends. So that's why you get people like. Donny Osmond, yeah. Seth Green, mm-hmm. uh, Key and Peele, which was actually before Key and Peele yeah. were famous. It was when they, I think, where they were on Mad TV or something like that mm-hmm. um, at that time. Um, I'm trying to think of. Uh, oh, um, it was like Method Man and Red Man, I think, were also in that. Oh, they might have, they might have yeah. I think they, uh, they had a small cameo. Just all kinds of uh, awesome, crazy stuff. And yeah. it's it's still. It's, I, don't, I don't know anyone who still listens to The Chameleonaire version but <laughs> yeah weird al's version although to be fair i'm sure i'm sure um this caused a big bump I, i'm pretty sure it's chameleon air so i'm gonna go with chameleon it's probably is chameleon air and i don't know why i mean it's a ch so i know I just, well like i think it's like chameleon oh he is i just i just looked at the guy he is not a good looking man which one chameleon air Unless it's Crazy Bones, who it's featuring that. Just the picture I saw on Vivo when I typed in Riding Dirty, I was like, ooh, you're an unfortunate-looking person. That's it. That's a mean thing to say, but <laughs> that's it. So, uh, all right. Uh, oh, oh, one other fun thing about yep. that. So um, this song, White and Nerdy, is Weird Al's first and only Billboard 100, Hot 100 Top 10 hit. Oh, so wow. uh, it peaked at number nine. So I mean, that's a that's a hit right there. It's a bona fide hit at number nine. Yeah, hey, I agreed with it. Number nine for me. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I uh, Adam, I believe we're on your number five. My number five, I do think has a chance to be on either of y'all's list because I think a lot of people might consider it his best parody song of all time, and it's awesome. That's why it's up in my top five. It's Amish Paradise is my number five. And I've been milking and plowing so long that even Ezekiel thinks that my mind is gone. I'm a man of the land, I'm into discipline. Got a Bible in my hand and a beard on my chin. But if I finish all of my chores and you finish thine, then tonight we're gonna party like it's 1699. We've been spending most our lives living in an Amish paradise. A churn That was like my number like twelve. Oh wow! It's an it's an honorable mention for me. Okay, well I'll take honorable mention. Okay, so yes, Uh, on Bad Hair Day, nineteen ninety six, I will say I do think this is Weird Al's best music video. This is my favorite Mm -hmm. of his actual music videos. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, I love seeing Florence Henderson as the Amish 
Michelle Pfeiffer. All that just worked really well. Um, I, I think him and his perfect lyrics, the way he does craft a lyric and turning everything, you know, into puns of Amish puns. It's wonderful. Of course, a parody of the Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. I have a fun fact about that song. Sure. In that one scene where it's like all reversed, he actually had to learn the song backward. He had backwards. to learn that section backwards. Yeah. He, he they, they end the music video. You're right. Yeah. He can't do it anymore, but like he, uh-huh. it was like really cool. Like I was like, how yeah, does he do that? He had to walk backwards and pretend and yeah, sing the song backwards and mouth it. So um, yeah, it hit actually number 53 on the Billboard Hot 100. So another charting song for him. And we had talked about this when we talked the Bad Hair, Hair Day album because there was the controversy that Coolio was not happy uh, with Weird Al about he didn't think he gave him permission and Weird Al thought he had permission. But since then, Weird Al and Coolio have made amends. They're all good. Um, and Coolio has even kind of said, uh, as you mentioned, he, he felt bad about this stuff. He's like, Here, here's the quote. I'll read it again. I mean, he did Michael Jackson. He did Prince. You know, people who are definitely more talented than I am. And it just made me look dumb. And I'm willing to admit it. And I'm willing to admit I did something stupid. And referring to when he got so angry uh, with with Weird Al. And now he's dead. So and let that be a lesson <laughs> to you. Get, you get mad at Weird Al. Do not cross Weird Al. <laughs> Never. Well, according to the movie I saw, Weird Al's dead too. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know who's out there doing concerts that you saw, Avery. But Weird Al died in 1986, according to this documentary I once watched. Yeah, I know. It was a weird documentary. So, but yeah, Amish Paradise is just a fun. It's a it's a great classic. I think I think this song would hit top ten on a, on I'd say a majority mm. of people's lists. Yeah, and probably maybe even I would say top three for a lot of people. I yeah. know a lot of people love uh, love they that do. one and might might consider it his best parody. Sure, and I mean I think yeah. all the controversy actually helped that. You know, it really spread right. the word about this song. Yeah. Uh, all right, where are we? Uh, My eight, number five. Right? Uh, there you go. Uh, my number five uh, is I Was Only Kidding. I was only kidding. Now can't you take a joke? When I said that I need you, baby, when I told you that I really care. When I said that I can't live without you, when I said I'd follow you anywhere. Not on my list. Okay, so it was on the off the deep end album. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's it starts with like a really soft song. It's just like this like Weird Al singing about like the things you promised to like this girl and stuff, and then like it like just as it gets to like the other part, it go. They start singing. I was only kidding. Can't you take a joke? And then it just gets into like a rock song. And then it it just got good. It just got really good. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I liked it I mean, a lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had that one at one point, but I just don't. Uh, I don't remember. I was only kidding as much as I remember some of the other. So yeah, I'll have to go back and check that one out. I would say Off the Deep End is my favorite Weird Al album. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Trigger Happy was there as well. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I mean, they're all good. There's not a bad album yeah. amongst them. Uh, all right. Number four. Uh, I, my number four has not been mentioned by anyone, which means that it could be higher on a lot of people's list. It's, uh, another one of them journey songs. My number four is Albuquerque. Higher on my list. Not on my list. That uh-huh. surprises me. 
it really does. It was on my list at one point, but then it and it moved down. Yeah, you yeah. re-listen to stuff and things move yeah. around. Yep. yep. I might say it would be an honorable mention. Okay. okay. Uh, all right. Well, then, Adam, what is your number four? Uh, my number four also has not been mentioned, and I would expect it because all of us, maybe because we're so white and nerdy, love these two properties so much, one being Weird Al, the other being Star Wars. My number four is The Saga Begins. See the queen. We all wound up on tattooing. That's where we found this boy. Oh my, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later Now he's just a small fry And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Not on my list. Wow. Not, it's not on my list. Oh, this was a, I mean, I mean, not to say, I mean, I'm sure you guys like the song plenty. But it's this a good one, song. I, mean, I felt like it was a huge song when it came out mm-hmm. um, where, yeah. I mean, it's one of those songs to me where when I hear the music, I'm sorry, Don McLean. Right. I don't think of your song. I think of Weird <laughs> Al's song. I think of a long, long time, time ago, ago immediately once that comes in and, and it merges two things. We all love, love Star Wars, love Weird Al. Um, yes. Yeah, the song, it summarizes the entire first movie, which is honestly, it's probably better to just listen to this song than it is to rewatch that movie because <laughs> that one's not that good. In fact, I kind of really, it made me wish he had done this kind of summary for the rest of the prequels and the sequel movies. And honestly, I think it really would have helped. Hang on, if like... Um, if like all three of the movies came out, he could have done all of American Pie, except each section is just the recap of all three prequels. I'm all for it. I mean, do everything. Pick another like long song. Do whatever you want. I think I would have loved it. Um, it was just funny. Apparently, even uh, Don McLean himself said that his children loved the song and Weird Al's song and played it so much that he'd start thinking about stuff that actually would mess him up at concerts every now and then it happened before. So <laughs> that, that shows weird Al is, is doing it right. You know? Yeah. So, and it hit uh, number 20 on the billboards, comedy digital tracks. Yeah. I'm a big, big fan of the song. Just imagine seeing Don, Don McLean in, in like tour. He's like a long, long time yeah. ago. <laughs> and I mean, I can still, he yeah, just remember. goes back. Yeah, exactly. And he's just like, I messed up. It's a good parody. Uh, it is a good parody. Man, it's a good parody song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. All right, Avery, your number four. Uh, my number four is "Smells Like Nirvana." Not on my like list. Off the but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not on my yeah. list. Okay. Yeah. The original song is good, but the the flaw with the original is that it's hard to understand the lyrics. So what did Weird Al do? He talked about how you couldn't understand the lyrics. 
and it turned into a really fantastic funny song and the music <laughs> video music video is funny too and one of my favorite scenes from the music video is when it gets into the second verse like captions come on the screen and you're thinking oh no so it go- starts going through and then eventually the captions are so confused it doesn't even know what he's saying mm-hmm. and then it reveals that he has marbles in his mouth <laughs> and he's like did you know that tony hawk was in that video no i I didn't know that yeah so first of all the impressive thing is they got all a lot of the very same extras from the original nirvana the cheerleaders cheerleaders were the same uh the janitor was the same a lot of some uh, similar extras and stuff but one of the extras was tony hawk and the thing is is weird al didn't even know it and he didn't learn about it until like 17 years later when Mm -hmm. tony hawk tweeted about it he was That's like, funny. "Wait, you were in Smells Like Nirvana?" He was like, "Yeah." yeah. Don't you no. remember? I was like, "But Avery's been Avery's been been getting into slowly getting into other rock stuff. He's he's listening. Okay. Tell tell uh, tell Uncle Adam and the people out there what was your other than Smells Like Teen Spirit? What was your other favorite song off of Nevermind? <laughs> it was Territorial Pissing. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. <laughs> I mean. It's a good song. I like the intro. <laughs> it gets loud. Yeah. I just want to say, I find it funny that Avery is like, okay, the song that people would say defined a grunge generation, Avery's like, yeah, this song is pretty good, but Weird Al's <laughs> version. <laughs> now let me tell you about Weird Al. Yeah. Good. Love it. All right. Yeah. Uh, we Are we on a top three? Yeah, we're on a number three. Yep, top three. All right, number, number three. three. Um, two of my... Two of my top three have been spoiled, so it's not uh, going to be that big of a deal. Uh, my number three was Good Old Days. Oh, and Mom would be fixing up something in the kitchen. Fresh biscuits or hot apple pie. And I'd spend all day long in the basement torturing rats with a hacksaw and pulling the wings off of flies. Those were the good old It wasn't on my Great list. Song. Yeah, that's my number seven. I think it was a really good song. Um, so I I love his dark humor songs. I just I love mm-hmm. them all to death. And and honestly, I'm kind of shocked I didn't put more of them. He on. majors in dark songs. <laughs> he yeah. majored in dark songs. Yes. <laughs> One of those fun ones with just the weird twist in it, where you don't you don't necessarily see what's coming. Although at this point, if you've listened to listened to enough Weird Al, you should see it, that it's probably yeah. coming. But it's still it's still fun when it happens. He starts with the good thing, and you're like, oh, everyone else is just like, oh, this is so sweet. Like, yeah, exactly. Like this diehard this... Weird Al fans are just like, all right, what's the dar- what's the twist? What is it? Mm-hmm. Gets yep. the torturing rats. Yeah, there come. it is. Yeah, Torch. I mean, he's he he's basically playing this psychopath who's fondly who's fondly remembering you know the quote-unquote good old days, and it's him torturing animals and murdering people and tying people to trees and <laughs> other awful stuff. But it it's because it's that juxtaposition that dichotomy we've used that word a lot when we dissect uh albums but you oh, know you're albums. getting this albums it's pronounced al album albums al yes um but it's it's this light poppy folky song that's lighthearted and then he's just talking about this terrible stuff and it's hilarious um, Weird Al even himself described the song as an experiment. He wanted to see if he could write a song as if Charlie Manson 
and James Taylor were collaborating, <laughs> and he nailed it with Good Old Days. I don't know who those people are. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Adam. Number three. My number three has not been mentioned, and um, I don't know. I don't know if it'll make either of your lists. Probably not, but it combines two of my favorite things, obviously one being Weird Al and the other being Michael Jackson. My number three is Fat. I've got more chins than Chinatown But I never used a phone booth And I never seen my toes When I'm going to the movies I take up seven rows because I'm fat, fat, I'm fat Not on my list. Not on my list. Okay. So it came out on even worse. Um, I mean, you you know my love of Michael Jackson. Uh, and this song, I think, is honestly probably one of them that introduced me to Weird Al. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, yeah, I got the tapes, but, like, how did I find out about Weird Al? It was probably on MTV, um, maybe on the radio. And Fat would have been kind of, you know, been played on MTV's rotation because the music video is that good. Um, and on top of that, I can relate. I'm fat. I love food. <laughs> so I get it. I also, you know, I, 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 the song works on many, many different ways for me. Um, and it's another amazing music video. Yeah. It actually won a Grammy for best concept music video in 1988. Yeah. And uh, Yankovic apparently got permission for Michael Jackson to use an exact replica because Jackson had built a replica of the set when he was making the movie Moonwalker, but before striking that exact replica set, he allowed Yankovic to use it. So that's why it looked so similar and good to the, the bad music video. So I have a fun, I think those nostalgic reasons as to, you know, it being one of like the earlier weird Al songs that I remember, it had to be high up on my list. Yeah. I think it's great. I have a fun fact about the music video, the scene where like his like face starts to expand, you know, that scene, Mm -hmm. So like yes. what they did was they just had like some guy like 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 expand it and then they mm-hmm. would cut the like like they would record it and and then when it popped before it popped that's when they would cut it so like They'd cut it, it would explode so they just try to get it as big as possible before it exploded yeah, it would explode nice. on Alice's face so you know you've seen these big large guys jumping around and dancing as if they're like <laughs> wonderful you know like graceful ballet dancers and we know they're not and that's all part of the humor too so yep. Uh, all right. Where are we? My number three. Uh, Avery's three. All right. My number three is Everything You Know Is Wrong. Okay, uh, not on my list as well. Okay, I believe this was on the Bad Hair Day album. I think so. I think it was. Pretty okay. sure. So, like, this, like, how, like, that's sad, like, yeah, this, I don't know what words to say. Uh, 
like the tone of it like like it's just really catchy it's really catchy and all like three of the situations that he gets put in they're they're really weird like the first thing was like some guy in his car who's like covered his eyes and he just instead of panicking the guy just guesses who it is he's just like who is it is it uncle frank or bob or joe and then you know at the end of this at the end of the verse like he screams everything he knows wrong and you know goes in the chorus and the the like the the verses are kind of catchy they're really cool and stuff yeah that's a good one. i do remember that one from from bad hair to yeah solid yeah, it's a style parody of They Might Be Giants. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't remember us talking about that. Uh, all right, number two. Uh, my number two, I don't expect to be on anyone's list, and I really couldn't tell you why uh, this song um, really resonated with me, um, but it did. I think it's partially because I myself am a teacher, and even though, granted, I only teach music, um, I have taught things that required writing on other people's parts and having to grade other kids writing i understand now why my teachers were so uh adamant about it and i just i was not a fan of the original song and i think that's what made this one better uh my number two is word crimes okay now here's the deal i'll try to educate you gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature you learn the definition of nouns and prepositions honorable mention yeah yeah honorable mention it's a really really good song I, they the lyrics that he puts up on that one i mean it, it's, it's it's what it feels like one of his smartest songs yes yeah. one of my favorite lines is that like you can't put numbers and words unless your name unless you're seven or your name is prince mm, it's yeah. really funny i think the first time i saw it uh or the first time i heard it was actually uh, they, when he released the music video for it um what what uh what album was that it was uh, um, mandatory fun. Yeah, mandatory, mandatory fun. fun. Yeah, the last studio album I believe he put out, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, 2016 um, is when that one came out. Yep. I think. Oh, 2014. My bad. 2014. Wow, was it really that long ago? Yeah. Wow. But I just, God, I remember laughing at it, and one, it was just so nice to have all these new Weird Al songs come out, and you know, watching uh, watching the videos for them was was great. Thought Tacky was pretty good. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, foil or whatever foil is probably foil. my favorite on that album i love foil yeah it's, that one's funny the, the video it, for that it has, has a good too. turn it has that that classic kind of weird kind of darker crazy yep. turn like um but for some reason this one like i i watched it over and over again and sometimes if i feel like i just need like a pick me up of some kind i'll just throw mm-hmm. it on just because it makes me feel good to listen to weird al yell at other people about how bad their grammar is everybody shut up <laughs> yeah <laughs> adam what's your number two my number two is my all-time favorite parody song, uh, which means my number one is an original, which means that's it, spoiled. But my number two is, I think, it's not going to be on, it definitely not Avery's list because he probably doesn't understand half the terms because they're outdated. But I think they are just phenomenally perfect. I think it's some of his best lyrics, and I think his song is catchy, and I like it better than the original. My number two is all about the Pentiums. Oh. 
What you wanna do? Wanna be hackers, code crackers, slackers, wasting time with all the chat room yackers. Nine to five, chilling at Hewlett Packard, working at a desk with a dumb little placard. Yeah, being the bills with my mad programming skills, yeah, fragging yeah, my hard drive yeah, for thrills. Yeah, yeah. Not on my list. Not on my list. That's surprising. I actually, I don't necessarily like that song. Of course, I don't like the original either. Um, um, but for some reason, like that one, that one never resonated with me. See, I, 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 for some reason, I find it. I just find it genius. Um, the the computer jargon that he throws out. One, you know, it, it's just it, it fits so well with the song. And again, it has a similar vibe, and it came out earlier to like white and nerdy, you know, because it's all about you know nerd kind of stuff with all about the Pentiums and being about, you know, all the data and whatnot um, that I also, I think, you know, kind of forget that I'm, I was at that age where I understood the computer stuff that he's talking about, you know, more than probably some of the older people, um, who might, you know, who might be listening to Weird Al or younger people like Avery, who, you know, that one just doesn't fit the song you don't care about, which I like the song as well, the original, but also a lot of the computer jargon is outdated, which I think is even more hilarious because most of the stuff doesn't even matter anymore because you know you know how quick uh technology moves and i want to throw out the greatest this is, this is probably my favorite line of any weird al song um you're you're just about as useless as jpegs to helen keller like that's, <laughs> that is next level that's right that's there. pretty good <laughs> yeah so i i just i i find it i find it a, a one of his more intelligent just it fits so well um, you know, with his technology shift from Benjamin's to Pentium. So, love that one. Very cool. Uh, Alright. My number two? Yep. Okay, so my number two also came out, wait, no. No, it came out on straight out of line, good, I don't know. Linwood. Linwood. Lin- it mm-hmm. came out of that album, and I think it's really catchy. The original song is also great, but this one is more, ca- it's not more catchy, it's catchy, it has, so, the song I'm talking about is Canadian Idiot. Don't wanna be a Canadian idiot. Don't wanna be some beer swill and hockey nuts. And do I look like some frostbitten hose head? I never learned my alphabet from A to Z. Good song. Yeah. Yeah, good song. Yeah. Like, it just talks about, like, Canadians. And just, <laughs> that's literally it. It's like, like, what's a Canadian idiot? Every Canadian. <laughs> literally every single thing is a Canadian aspect. Except except Canadians listening to this podcast. They love, we don't think you're idiots at all. No. We love each and every you one. You are the yeah. smartest uh, Canadians. Yeah, you're, you're, yes. you're smart. You're smart. <laughs> I will say... Having uh, having a son into Weird Al has been great in that it kind of it gets him into into bands kind of in reverse. So mm-hmm. like he he get into song like Canadian Idiot, and then I'll hear him listening to Green Day because he'll yeah. want to hear what the original sounds like. So he'll go listen to that. He'll get into you know some of the original bands. So that's if there, if there's any um, not not that you need a 
reason to listen to Weird Al because his his music is just good enough as it is. But mm-hmm. to, to let your children listen to Weird Al is they're gonna they're gonna start to want to know. Okay, well, what's the song uh, that it was based on? And then and they may not necessarily like that original song, but you're gonna expose them to a lot more stuff. I remember how we got into the subject. Oh, I was listening to uh, by yeah. the Crash Test mm-hmm. Dummies, and I, I offhandedly mentioned that there was a parody, and of course we had to go find it. And that that one's actually kind of hard to find because it was only on a box set. Yes, Headline News actually was one of my um, honorable mentions. I think it's a wonderful one. It's- yeah, I do too. I think it's actually really funny. And then I, of course, we went through the process of telling Avery, explaining to Avery that all those stories were real because yeah, they sound exactly. they don't sound like they would be real. They sound like a weird owl <laughs> would have made them up. Uh huh. But they were all real. In fact, there's uh, an official music video to Headline News, too. So. Yes. Yeah. Which basically is just the same as the Crash Test Dummy ones, just with the different stories. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right, where are we? Number ones. Yes? Number uh, yeah, one. Did Avery, yeah, yeah, that is our number yeah. one, because Avery's was that one. So, yeah, yep. our favorite Weird Al song of all time. All right. Yeah. Uh, mine, this was this is one that has always been one of my favorites. Uh, I believe it was on the Alapalooza one, which is also why it was one of my favorites because it was one I listened to regularly when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, for me, the Weird Al concert we went to peaked early because it was the very first song that he played when he came out, uh, and that was Melanie. Melanie, what can the problem be? Sweet Melanie, why won't you go out with me? About something about the harmonies in the song Melanie, I've always found to just be really, really no, Mel- good. Melanie was on even worse, even worse. There it yeah. was, even worse, sure. Which was another album I did have, yeah. And it's another one that you know kind of takes a dark turn and that sort of yes. thing. Uh, and that one, I can just sing it, it just it gets stuck in my head. Any any time I've ever met someone named Melanie, if I didn't, if I didn't sing that to them, I sang it in my head. Um, and so uh, that forever, forever will be ingrained in my head for anyone named Melanie or Mel or anything like that. No, I mean, it's a fantastic, I think a lot of, um, like, not to say like the diehard, but like the true Weird Al fans look at Melanie and they know it's like, it's a, it's, it is a fantastic Weird Al song. It was, um, it was one that I considered, it was kind of made my short list, Mm -hmm. but because again, because I immediately, similar with you connect with the dark humor songs mm-hmm. yeah. you know when he's got those that you know don't sound like it but then they have all that dark humor it's wonderful it just really really um it fits yeah. weird out so well yeah and so that's yeah, a great pick all right adam what's your number one so there are some dark humor elements but more so it's just probably the most insane song that weird al ever did my number one is albuquerque It wasn't long at all before my dream came true Because the very next day a local radio station had this contest To see who could correctly guess the number of molecules in Leonard Nimoy's butt I was off by three, but I still won the grand prize 
Such a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Just an honorable mention yeah. for me, I would say. Sure. So, yeah, it was on Running With Scissors. Um, <laughs> the Journey songs, yeah, we talked about Trapped in the Drive-Thru. John and I had both that one and Albuquerque on, on our lists. And for a reason, because, you know, you're going through this story. And Weird Al, when he just gets into, like, this ridiculousness, you want to go on the ride. You want to just see how far it's going to go. And weird, and and with Albuquerque in particular, it just gets crazier and crazier and just you know it's it's uh, 11 minutes and 23 seconds of pure insanity the longest song weird al has ever recorded and you just you love him for it mm-hmm. like I, I i wish he never he didn't play albuquerque at either of the concerts i was at mm-hmm. and i was like begging him <laughs> if i could have I'm like please it's my favorite maybe the reason um, he... so i really would have loved to see it so yeah. and it's just yeah i mean you get through this entire narrative apparently he was trying to do like a hard rock narrative type of song apparently like a stylish of like similar to the Rugburns, who i've never heard of mojo nixon or george thurgood i do kind of recognize some of the george thurgood style but most of it's it's mostly just spoken word you know there's there's some harmony some musical elements to it but like he's just kind of talking he's just literally telling us this journey and i love it and the Um, whole story was to tell us that he hated sauerkraut that and that's important the entire thesis of the song is that i i hate hate sauerkraut that's all i'm really trying to say i connect to it so i it it makes it all the funnier because he goes around this whole big thing you know just to kind of come back to the beginning of the song um weird al apparently had said that when he was composing the song that he just wanted to try to annoy people for for 12 minutes and see if he could get away with that and apparently ended up people really liking it and so it's just but his whole mentality is i'm just gonna see what i can do to annoy folks um and also something that is pretty pretty interesting apparently uh at one point you know he'll stop the song like doing live concerts he'll kind of stop the song and then um start kind of like discussing something or talking and whatnot and then in the middle of the song he's like i forgot my train of thought my train of thought and then they'll start the song back over again oh god <laughs> so oh. like halfway through just to kind of like screw with it that that is again even further genius of weird al <laughs> uh, so. i think i think my daughter said that that was also her favorite weird al nice. song, she, so. she literally borrowed my running with scissors album just to listen to to like Albuquerque and then lost the CD. Yep. That's good. Yeah. Which I, you know what? That's I, you don't have to say it, but I'll say it. I think I was a pretty darn good uncle that Christmas because of between yeah. you <laughs> and your sister, I got you guys the entire Weird Al discography. <laughs> and they still listen so. to it. Yeah. And that's, see, that, and that is heartwarming to hear. Because right. because uh, uh, your daughter definitely doesn't still play with the Teddy Ruxpin I got her. No. Like Not, years ago. I don't, still. I don't think she ever did. No. I think no, it freaked no. her out. Yeah. Uh, all right, Avery, we've reached your number one, sir. So, my number one, I I didn't hear that the song until I like decided to like listen to the Poodle Hat album, and I didn't I didn't see it at all when like I was just like, where is it? I thought I had it. I don't know where it is. But when I heard the song, I loved it. It was very catchy, and it's called Hardware Store. Last June for the day to finally arrive. I'm so happy, happy. I'm just to be alive any minute now. I'm gonna be inside, but I hope they open soon. I can't wait. 
hardware store. Another original. So yeah. that's good. I I think I think we have more originals. If yeah. we don't have more originals and parodies, then it's right on the line. Yeah. Yes, we're very close. I think my list is like eighty percent originals for style parodies. Or, Which or is style a massive parodies, testament yes. to, yeah. to Weird Al. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, we like, and he's known for the parodies, but his weird his originals? some of his best stuff is when he kind of creates his own thing. Yeah. So she, that's great. Like, I like the. So yeah, what do you what do you like about Hardware Store? So, like the like it starts with like a bunch of tools like 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 hammers and like electric drills and stuff and then the guitar part comes in and it's really catchy and then like he starts singing it really fast paced so like it's really hard to like sing it along because you have to like know the words and you have to be able to sing them really fast too mm-hmm. and like you know, like it's kind of like somewhat of like a black friday kind of thing it's like as the store's starting to open up people are lining up he's getting he's the first in line and then like like the bridge i believe i i think like he gets in there and then like he starts naming a bunch of stuff that you would find at like a hardware store and one of the things that i heard was was, like really off thing was the last thing he said was matching salt and pepper shakers i'm like you would find that at a hardware store (laughs) but like is like the chorus is really catchy like Mm -hmm. the harmonies and stuff and i just love the song for like how catchy it is and stuff very cool. Yes. Yeah. Great calls, guys. Uh, Adam, do you have any uh, honorable mentions you want to throw out? Sure. We talked about a couple of them. Um, my favorite polka uh, is actually Bohemian polka. Mm. That's what I would have thrown um, if I was going to do a specific polka. Uh, I would also add living in the living in the fridge. I always liked living <laughs> in the fridge for some reason. It's kind of a ridiculous uh, parody one of um, uh, an Aerosmith living song. on the edge. Yep. And then. Um, yeah, and then uh, I just also throw out UHF because it's a classic. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, the, you get I love the movie. movie. Yeah. Oh, oh, one other one. That's another one. Another one that was also really close to making my list was I Lost on Jeopardy. I uh, love that one. Yeah. Okay. You know, pro- probably partly because I also love Jeopardy. Yeah. So. Right. Avery, you got any a couple honorable mentions for uh, us? This song, uh, it's called "Ode to a Superhero." And when I first heard the title, I thought, oh, maybe he's talking about the whole, like a bunch of different superheroes. Nope. He just recaps the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man first movie. And, 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 and it's a parody of Piano Man. It's a parody of Piano Man by Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Avery, thank you so much for uh, coming on here and, and doing this. I know you, you're, you've you been excited all week because yeah. you've been telling me all week. <laughs> you had to suffer for me. You had to suffer for this. So... I'm glad uh, we could talk about it. I, I know a lot of our audience is probably Weird Al fans anyway, so this was going to be a good one to discuss regardless. Mm-hmm. And, and to that extent, I really do want to push, because I want to hear some of y'all's top tens. Like, you know, there's other Weird Al fans out there. You know, we kind of didn't go, I mean, even worse, I think, was the oldest album, the 88 album. So there are five albums we didn't even, or four albums we didn't even touch. Poker Party, Dare to be Stupid. Weird Al in 3D and the original Weird Al, you know, and some, I think I think he hit his peak like, you know, in that late 80s and, and 90s and well, in 2000s, obviously, yeah. as well. Like some of the older stuff was just a little bit more basic and simple, and he didn't really find his dark humor writing until probably until even worse. So mm-hmm. honestly, um, that's where hmm. sorry, honestly, for like in 3D, like after Eat It and like. I lost on Jeopardy. The album just kind of like got boring. Like just gotcha. those two songs, I liked better, but the the rest of the album it just got boring for me. 
And I want to hear from some people who grew up on that Weird Al, you know? Like, some people are going to be nostalgic for that. And, you know, I'll shout out to Chris Hollister because we, we talked um, Transformers mm-hmm. and it had Dare to be Stupid on it with him. And, and I think those kind of older stuff he loves, um, but I'm not as nostalgic for. So I kind of want to see. Guys, go on our social media, you know, when we post this one. I want to hear your top ten list. All right. And that was our top ten Weird Al songs. Please join us next time as we break down the 1995 film Angus, discuss the cartoon Life with Louie, and recast Angus using actors of today. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at blastfromourpast at gmail.com. And if you want to suggest a movie or TV show from your childhood or to be a guest on the podcast, go over to patreon.com backslash blastpastcast and pick a tier that works for you. To find us on social media, search for at blastpastcast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time. Hey, everybody. I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found.